0: Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Toxic people can really push your buttons. Whether they're twisting scripture for their benefit, playing the victim to make you look bad, or gaslighting every negative emotion that you experience, trying to be in relationship with these seemingly devil-sent individuals requires an extra dose of grace. But what do you do when that doesn't even seem to be enough. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Reese, and it is my mission as always to provide you with biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. So if you're enjoying the content on this channel, I would encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I'd greatly appreciate it. So what do you do when your pressure cooker blows and you explode in anger and frustration, rightfully so, but it leaves you looking like the bad guy? Look, I get it. I wish I could say that I have never been triggered by self-centered, entitled, egotistical people, but that would be a lie. The truth is they have gotten the better of me on more occasions than I care to count. But one day during my devotional time, I came across Proverbs fourteen twenty nine, and it changed my life. Here's what it reads. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. In other words, those who react are fools. What a blow. Here I am looking at these arrogant, self-righteous, manipulative people that they are, but I was just as bad. I was responding as a fool not as a child of God. My friend, it snapped me right into place faster than a toddler with a Lego set. And from that day forward, I was determined to learn how to respond in a healthy and godly manner that exposed their foolishness, but kept my integrity. And that's what I'd like to share with you today. So the first thing that I want you to do as we begin to journey in how to respond and not react, is to first recognize many of our reactions happen kind of on the subconscious level whether they're from past trauma or trained patterns many of our reactions today are as a result of what I call a default system and your default system could be control compulsivity cowering or any number of responses but the point is is that your body overrides your mind now don't get me wrong not all reactions are bad look if I'm being chased by a criminal I want to have a split-second reaction and, and in that case it would be run, but in other less threatening cases where we react with the same intensity to say, I don't know, somebody accusing you of something that you didn't do. This can actually hurt more than it helps. So how do you recognize what you don't realize? Check your reactions. Here, you're looking for your outsized reactions. They will reveal the temptation that you'll need to resist. Uh, Maybe it's one to blame others for your reactions. Uh, For example, you made me so mad. No, 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 my friend, you're mad and that's okay. The difference between you made me mad and I'm mad is ownership, Now, if you feel that your reactions are not your responsibility, you will always be positioned as the victim. And Galatians 5, 22 through 23 reminds us that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. If the reactions coming out of you lack fruit, you have to first recognize what's in you. Because remember, whatever's in you is gonna come out of you. Number two, repent. Isn't it the worst when toxic people sin against you and then you sin in your reaction to them? Now you look like a fool and the embarrassment and shame get piled on top of the already unresolved issues. And as much as you wanna shift the blame towards them for causing that chain reaction, the truth is you must own your sin and shortcomings if you wanna be right with God. The good news is that Jesus made this very simple for us. 1 John 1, 9 reminds us that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. My friend, their toxicity doesn't cancel out your bad reaction. Wipe the slate clean and repent for whatever you need to repent of. The next is Rewind. If you've ever tried to change your behavior in the moment, you know how difficult it can be. That's like a dancer trying to learn new moves in the middle of a performance. And much like a performer or an athlete will review the videotape and watch themselves to see where they can improve, we too can benefit from taking a toxic interaction and rewinding the tape recognize where you got triggered work through those feelings that got uncovered and again if you resist the urge to blame the other person my friend you can really learn a lot from that interaction and what's going on inside of you second Corinthians 10 5 reminds us to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ rewind and reflect on what triggered the reaction and surrender those frustrations to the Lord also in rewinding you actually begin to recognize even more. And the next is to renew. In order to change your reactions, you must change your thoughts. Romans 12, two instructs us, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will, his perfect and pleasing and perfect will. This is the time that you take the feelings that were revealed, and you line them up with God's truth. If your thoughts and feelings match biblical truth, my friend, they get to stay. But if they don't, they must be renewed. Now, a lot of times people will be like, okay, that's, that's not biblically correct, so I'm just going to forget about it. And while some thoughts need to just be cast out, others need to be renewed. And when you think according to biblical truth, you begin to embrace the hope that you have in Christ. You learn to rely on God as your source. You trust that God holds your today and tomorrow. And when you put the truth in you, when it's go time, my friend, the truth will now come out of you. Not some old toxic default pattern that leaves you feeling shame and embarrassment. And the next is rehearse. Just like a dancer needs to practice her new steps before getting on stage, you, Two must rehearse your new reactions until they become second nature. No, I don't mean obsessively ruminate over the situation. I mean practice speaking God's truth to yourself, your situation, and to others. And when you meditate on the new thoughts and God's truth, they now become a part of you. So the next time when that launch sequence is activated, you'll be less likely to react out of your past pain and more likely to respond from God's truth. Let Psalm one nineteen fifteen 15 guide you. It says this, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways." And if you are struggling with stinking thinking, I want to invite you to take our toxic thoughts quiz. And if you're saying, Chris, I am ready to learn how to control that conversation going on in my mind, I want you to check out my new course called Renew Your Mind. It's an online course. I will go ahead and include a link for all of those in the description section below. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.